The Bible reading is from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7. Ask and it will be given. You search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for bread, give a stone, or if the, ch the child asks for a fish, will give a snake? If you then who are evil know how to get good gifts for your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? A lot of the time when I get phone calls today, it's spam. <laughs> when someone calls, it's spam. They're, they're wanting something for me. And you, you know what? I, I wish sometimes they would put a bit more effort in because sometimes they hang up before I've even had a chance to chat to them. <laughs> sometimes uh, we make calls. Uh, it feels uh, rarer that we're calling companies, uh, but... We, we often make calls to, you know, fix up there's something wrong with your phone or your internet or, or something like that. And you're, you're on the phone line and you have a clear idea of what you want as you call up their customer service operation. And you, you mash your way through a, a menu that's uh, not, made, not made for people. It's made to keep people away from getting solutions. <laughs> and then eventually you hit someone and you're trying to describe to them exactly what's going on. And if it's slightly out of the straight down the middle answer, they often struggle to understand what was going on. And you feel like you have a legitimate claim and they don't feel like you've got a legitimate claim at all. Uh, so what, what, what do you say to them? You say, could I please speak to your, your manager? You go to the person who is in charge. Uh, if they're particularly rude to you, you might look a little bit like this guy saying, who's in charge here? Who, who's actually going to make something happen? Our prayer is about going to the one who is in charge, the one who is able to actually change things. Uh, sometimes in life we, we like to, you know, have a chat and tell other people about all of our problems. Uh, often when you chat to people, particularly men, we tell, try and give you solutions uh, when you just want to be heard. Uh, when you chat to, to God, he's able to do all of the above and he's actually in charge. God is in charge. And, and so when we come in prayer, and we're talking about asking God for things uh, this morning, when we come in prayer, we're coming to the one who is in charge. Uh, the, not necessarily the one who is the cause of everything going wrong in your life, but the one who is in charge and able to change life. We just heard, uh, read from Matthew's Gospel. Uh, if you'd like to open up your Bible, uh, you're welcome to open up your Bible to about 790. 88. There we go. Uh, so join me in the Bible and you'll see the instructions that we get uh, from Jesus. Ask and it will be given for you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So this is on page 788, right down at the bottom, verse 7 of chapter 7. Ask 
and it will be given to you. Now, now the word ask in English, uh, we consider as a, a very pointed uh, once-in-time word. Uh, when you read this word in the Greek, it is ask and keep asking. Ask and keep asking, and it will be given to you. Search and keep searching. It's not uh, just search once. Search and keep searching, and you will find. Uh, it reminds me of Jeremiah where it says, Seek me, and you'll find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So uh, ask and keep asking. Search or seek and keep seeking, and you'll find. Knock and keep knocking. And so, so all of these words have been present continuous, knock and keep knocking, and the door will be opened. That's a point in time phrase. So when we come in prayer, we ask and we keep asking, we, we, we seek and we keep seeking, we, we knock and we keep knocking, and then the door will be opened. Uh, the instruction of Jesus is to, to pray uh, for what we need. Uh, we say we're called to, in the Lord's Prayer uh, to pray, give, give us today our, our daily bread. Uh, give us what we need. And so verse 9, we see, is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for bread, will give you a stone? Or if the child asks for a fish, will give you a snake? If you were then who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Uh, so, so we're called to pray and come and ask God, uh, give us today our daily bread. When, when I look at that, that's more than what I need. <laughs> but, you know, that, that bread with butter, slightly warm, fresh, it's going to be delicious to eat, isn't it? Uh, we're, we're praying, give us today our daily bread, our, our sustenance. We're, we're not praying, give us tomorrow our bread. Uh, we're not praying, give us our bread next week. We're, we're praying, give us today our daily bread. That is what able, is able to sustain and strengthen us, nourish us in the moment that we're in. Uh, we're, we're coming to the one who knows how to bake good bread, the, no, the one who knows what we need, and inviting him to give it to us. And here in Matthew 7, it says, well, if your child asks you for bread, you're not going to give him a stone. In the same way, if we come to our Father in heaven and ask him for what it is that we need to be sustained in life, nourished in life, he's not going to say to us, no. So when we ask in prayer, uh, and we're asking for what we believe we need uh, in order to be sustained and nourished in life, we can come to God with confidence and say, give me today my daily bread. And when we come, we, we pray in the name of Jesus. Uh, we, we pray in Jesus' name, knowing his line, uh, knowing his authority, his character, and, and his purpose. So, uh, knowing his authority, Jesus is the one who's the king of kings, he's the one that's able to change things. Uh, knowing his character, uh, he's good and he's kind, uh, he is, he's loving, he, he cares for the lost and the broken and the outcast. Uh, we see the character of Jesus and so we come with confidence, uh, knowing we're not coming to someone that doesn't like to give us bread, but actually someone that, that wants to give us far more abundantly uh, what we 
can think of or imagine. And we come asking in prayer, knowing that he has a purpose for us, that in the middle of life, God has purpose for us. And so we pray in Jesus' name uh, with confidence because he is the one who is already interceding for us with the Father. I I wonder if that's something you've ever wrapped your head around, that even as we sit here now, that Jesus is interceding for us. I wonder, what is Jesus interceding for me right now? What is Jesus interceding for you right now? I pray that you will just get this. I pray that you will come to a deeper faith and understanding. Well, some prayers that we can already know that Jesus is praying for us is that we would grow in the knowledge of the depth and width and breadth of of the love of our Father in heaven. And that is often expressed and understood in asking God for things and seeing him as the one who is the fulfiller of desire, not not every desire. But as we ask him, knowing he is the one that opens the door. Are you you someone that's good at asking? Are we we good at asking? Sometimes... I think we're brought up in a world where we're taught to be confident in ourselves and not ask much of others. I wonder, I'll give you 10 seconds, just take stock. What are the things that you've asked God for in the last week or month? Just have 10 seconds to think for yourself. What have I asked God for in the last week or month? What doors have I opened because God has opened them? What doors am I asking God to open? Uh, When we come and we ask God for things, it's often called petition, it's often called supplication. Uh, To supplicate is to ask humbly, to, to plead earnestly. The picture that's helpful to think of is someone coming and and kneeling before someone that has all the power and authority on on a throne and to uh, really ask with humility, uh, to to plead the favor of the person who you are asking from. And so that's the word we often use when we're saying we're asking God for things, where these are our supplications. Often when we come and when we talk to people about prayer, we we say, well, doesn't God know already what I need? Well, God knows what you need, uh, but he actually wants you to articulate it to him. You you see, he's not a divine vending machine in the sky that as we come to him and we pray, he just pops out something as a result. It's it's actually a relationship that we have for God and we, we discover his generosity in the middle of relationship. But we also discover his generosity as we express our need. Uh, Blind uh, Bartimaeus is is an interesting story. So uh, Jesus comes to him and and he says, what do you want me to do for him, Uh, do for you, uh, Bartimaeus? What what do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus, uh, standing there, (laughs) is probably thinking, it's pretty obvious what I need, Jesus. You're the one that's been going around healing everyone. 
I'm blind, maybe you could do something about this. But Jesus says to him, uh, what do you want me to do for you? And he wants his eyes open and Jesus opens his eyes. Uh, What we need to do often with God is articulate to him what it is we need uh, because then what happens is we see this connection between him as the one who gives uh, what we need. So sometimes we're not very good at uh, asking for what we need or asking in general. I wonder if you ask God for what you want or do we just ask him for what we need? In your relationship with God, do you feel a permission to ask him for for what you want or desire or do you just ask him for what you need? Maybe when you evaluated how much you've asked God uh, for in the last month, you realize maybe you haven't asked him for much. And maybe it is because at some level we don't need much because we have a lot. And if you were to think about it, what, what are some of the things that you want that you haven't seen happen? And as we want and desire things, what, what we begin to do is hold out before God uh, what we hope for. You see, it's one thing to say, look, I need this. Uh, this is something that I need. And, th- and that's generally okay. When you want something, you're, you're holding out hope and you're being vulnerable before God and saying, this is actually something I desire. And I think m- my life Uh, my world, other people's lives will be more complete as a result of this hope being fulfilled. And when we put hope out there, we put it out there uh, hoping that it will be fulfilled and we we sometimes see it fulfilled and we sometimes don't. And in the middle of that, we have to wrestle with, is God only good when he gives us uh, what we want? Or is he good all the time? So in the middle of prayer and in the middle of asking, we discover there's a whole heap of really big questions. Uh, Really big questions that we don't necessarily have the answers to. Uh, In in the middle of uh, big questions, uh, we, we have what do we want and what is God's answer? And most often we don't want to hear God encourage us in any way. We just want to see the result. Uh, when God answers us as we say, God, this is, this is what I want for this person. This is what I want for this situation. This is what I want for, for my life. Uh, then we can get one of three answers. Uh, the, the red traffic light, stop. Uh, we can get the green traffic light, go. Your, your prayer is answered. But a lot of time in, in life we, we spend in the, in the middle the orange traffic light that's uh, missing up there. A lot of time we spend in this place of wanting and desiring and yet not quite seeing. So it's two questions uh, that I want you to include in your prayers is, what do I want? Express that to God. Uh, And then what is God's answer? when, When I say what is God's answer, what does God want to speak to you in the middle, in that place of orange, of unfulfilled hope. 
You see, the goodness of God is often discovered in the middle of the waiting. The goodness of God is discovered in the middle of waiting for our daily bread to be delivered. I don't like waiting, but the comfort of God is discovered in this place. And what we get is this opportunity to trust in the God of all comfort, even when we don't understand. Whether the traffic light is red or orange or green, we get this wonderful opportunity to discover that actually we're not talking to someone that is just a divine vending machine. We're talking to someone who is the person of God who is real and who wants to meet us as a person in the middle of whatever in life we're going through and give us what we need all the time. And what we need often more than bread on the table is bread for our heart. God wants to, in the middle of things, give us bread for the heart. And then often we discover in those places the goodness to give us what actually we we don't need but we want. But he desires out of his love for us expressed through relationship to give it to us. Something powerful happens when we pray. But it isn't like uh, when you walk down the street, you've you've been to the doctor, the doctor's given you a prescription, uh, and then you hand that prescription into the chemist and then the chemist gives you the the drug and the drug hopefully gives you the result that you want. Prayer is not like that. Uh, In prayer, uh, we're we're coming to the God who is both the the doctor and the chemist and the healer and the the one who has the whole thing in his hand. And and so it's not uh, formulaic in the way that we pray. Uh, See, God's heart, the the most powerful thing that happens when we pray is that we become connected to the God who created us and that the God who created us, the the heart of the God, the King of heaven, is moved by your prayers. And in that movement, he brings his heart to us in order to nourish and sustain us. In the middle of prayer, you, you discover that walking with God is better than walking with anyone else. In life. But yet, to grow in prayer, we need to pray with others. So, the three things we can we do pray incrementally. Uh, don't just say, God, this is my top 10 biggest wants ever. Start incrementally. I, I think what gives us confidence in prayer is seeing the faithfulness of God. It's really encouraging at the start to hear a few uh, people share some of where they'd seen God work. That was really encouraging. Uh, Going for the top of the ladder prayer, we sometimes don't have necessarily the faith to see it happen. But when we take one step at a time in prayer, take one rung at a time, we see the faithfulness of God. And over time, you may be someone that grows to be a prayer in faith who can pray for top of the ladder prayers before even climbing a rung. But if you're wanting to grow in prayer, start with the first rung. God, uh, Increase my capacity to deal with this. God, bring me comfort. Bottom of the ladder prayers that we, we know that he wants to answer. The, the Matthew 7 passage in, in Luke 11 uh, gives us, uh, if we ask for the Holy Spirit, 
then, then our Father in heaven loves to give us the Holy Spirit. So that's a promise. So pray, Holy Spirit, come. God, give me more of your Holy Spirit. And then continue to pray uh, without giving up. Not praying mindlessly or, or out of rote or, or just to do something. Uh, if, if someone comes up to you and says, uh, Randall, can I have a drink? 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 That's not relational, is it? <laughs> uh, God wants us to be relational, but keep asking. Keep, keep reminding him of what is important to your heart. Uh, the secret to uh, growing in asking is growing in thanksgiving. Uh, so we will grow in asking as we see and are thankful for what God has done in our life. And so the, the prayer challenge as we uh, finish up this series on prayer uh, for you coming out of today is each day I want you to find five things that you can be thankful to God for. What are five things you can be thankful to God for? Put a reminder in your phone uh, each day at the end of the day to give thanks to God for five things. And then the part two of this prayer challenge is... What is one thing I want? And then what does God want to say to me about it? What is one thing I want? And what does God want to say to me about it? Uh, we're, going, we're going to do the prayer challenge for today. So you've ticked off one day uh, in a second. But let, let me tell you a, a story first about this lady, Queen Bertha of uh, Kent. She was married to a lovely guy called Ethelbert. And uh, Ethelbert uh, wasn't a Christian. Queen Bertha was a Christian. Ethelbert was very fond of Queen Bertha. And so he built a little chapel for Queen Bertha to pray. Uh, for 17 years, uh, Queen Bertha would regularly go into this little chapel and she would pray, faithfully pray. And one of her key prayers was, Lord Bring my husband, bring Ethelbert to faith in you. 17 years, she, she'd go into this little chapel and she was praying this prayer. Now, uh, there, there was a mission, this is, this is around 600s, uh, there, there was a mission by a bunch of monks and Ethelbert was converted in, in the middle of this mission and a whole bunch of people were, were converted uh, and became Christians. Uh, so Queen Bertha's prayer was answered. Uh, the cathedral in Canterbury... Uh, happens to be on the land where Queen Bertha's little chapel was. Uh, one of the centerpieces of the Church of England on this same land. And it was built there because Ethelbert became a Christian and out of his generosity wanted it built in that place. 17 years, Queen Bertha, not much power herself, prayed. 17 years later, saw God answer. The answer had an impact on more than just Ethelbert. So let's spend some time now. I want you to give God thanks for five things. I'm going to challenge you to have your five things uh, listed to God within one minute. So your one minute starts now.
So as you're finishing up your thanks, uh, I want you to pause and, and think, what, what is one thing that, not I, not I need, God, uh, but what is one thing I, I, I want? And express it to God in prayer, and then just sit with God and say, God, what, what do you want to say to me about this one thing that I'm really wanting in prayer? You have two minutes for this one. <laughs> uh, so as I invite the music team to come up, let me invite you to uh, wrap up your time of prayer with God. Our morning is the, the start of, of a new day. Uh, each day, each moment is an opportunity to see God answer the prayers that we have been praying. Uh, so we come to him, uh, but often in life we come to him in the middle of life uh, where there's lots of orange lights and we need him to strengthen us, uh, to work in us, to breathe in 